0: The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. We're practicing mindfulness here. And the Pali word for it is sati. And it's possible that the word sati is not so well translated by the English word mindfulness. And the reason for that is that the way that the word sati is used in the, by the Buddha it's more closely related to our word awareness, to be aware. And we can establish awareness, we can be aware, but generally we don't do awareness. Uh, Awareness is not, we can do other things. And the way that the Buddha talked about sati, was sati was a product or result of, Practices of observation, practices of recognition, um, practices of um, variety of practices, which brings us into awareness. And when we're aware, then the languages rest in awareness, abide in awareness. So, we're, so what the, the practices that are establishing strong awareness, strong sati. And so, like the practices of the four foundations of mindfulness is to observe carefully the body, the mind, and the dhammas, the different things. And we practice observing and recognizing, oh, this is what's happening, this is what's happening. But, but that recognition is not the awareness, that's what brings us into awareness. So if you can follow what I'm saying, then um, it's helpful because there is something we do in the practice but also there's something that we allow. And the balance between doing and allowing is part of the art of the practice. And we have to find the right balance for ourselves in different days, different hours. There's a different balance. Sometimes we have to do a lot. Sometimes it's manual labor to be present. And sometimes we, we do almost nothing because awareness is so present and so well-established that to do anything just messes it up. And so we, we should just kind of rest and just mostly, mostly prevent ourselves from getting distracted so we can stay in that field of awareness. So to establish awareness is, the, is kind of the function of mindfulness practice. So with that in mind, um, you might close your eyes and s- sit up straight And especially after lunch, the emphasis on sitting up straight is sometimes particularly useful. And if you do get sleepy, because it's after lunch, you're welcome to open your eyes. And Generally, it's nice to have your eyes down, open, looking down at about a 45 degree angle. Not really focusing on anything, just open so there's more light coming in. And then as you're sitting here, it's basically impossible while you're conscious and awake to not be aware. If I told you to stop being aware, I don't think you would, I don't think you could. So as you're sitting here, what would be for you right now more the natural state of awareness that is not something you're doing, but more something you're being? In what, (coughs) what way is awareness just an unselfconscious phenomenon that just is here, it happens, it's going on. And maybe you're not choosing to be aware of anything in particular, but there's just a natural state of awareness, whatever it is, way it is for you. And in that comes the sound of my voice comes body sensations, comes thoughts, comes feelings. And just for about two minutes, why don't you try to stay resting in that place where awareness is just natural, just what it is, there's no effort to be aware. And the only effort is to remember to come back to it, allow for it. And the natural awareness is not a fixed thing, but it shifts and moves in different ways. There's a natural awareness of sound, and then this tinkling of the body, and then feeling and thought. And if there is a loud voice a loud voice or loud sound in the room, you would probably be aware of it without trying to be aware. It's because it's loud, you'll be aware. If there was a strong painful sensation in your body, you might not be able to not be aware of it just comes to awareness unbidden and it's kind of natural to be aware of it whenever there' are strong experiences you might notice how you don't have to be so, make so much effort to be aware of it at least for some moments. If there are strong emotions, you might not have to try to be aware of it. But you will be aware And instead of trying to be aware or doing mindfulness, for a few minutes here, you might try. Or you might trust. Awareness and things will come into awareness. If you stay awake, if you stay present, things will appear in awareness and will shift and change what appears. And an interesting way of doing this is to notice (coughs) what arises in awareness that requires no effort on your part It just comes unbidden, shifting, changing phenomena. Every moment something will come unbidden into awareness. If you stay open and aware and curious, what's it like to stay there in the open field of awareness, not choosing what you're paying attention to, but allowing it to be what arises. Whenever you can, notice what comes into awareness effortlessly. Notice how there is a place of awareness that just is. You don't have to do it. You have to allow for it. Maybe return to it or be it. And then begin appreciating the qualities, what it's like to have this awareness operating How simple it is. It's what perceives, hears, tastes, touches. And then the last minute of the sitting, just notice what arises in you and around you in this minute, just stay aware with no particular agenda or purpose to be aware to what is. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes. It can be quite difficult to keep the awareness open and constant, to keep it present because of the mind will get on all the thoughts and drift off and get lost in those <clears throat> and generally this idea of resting in awareness or being in open awareness something works better when the mind is fairly uh, stable concentrated, calm, settled a lot of the distracted thoughts are quieted down and I don't know if, um, but even if that's not the case you can get little glimpses of, of of a kind of effortlessness and a kind of freedom, a kind of sense of of freedom uh, in the in how it is to just be aware. And the little glimpses of that freedom, that ease, or that peacefulness can be quite instructive. You don't have to hold on to it or force it or try to make it, but just to get a little sense of that. So one of the advantages of moving into having mindfulness practice lead you to establishing awareness, is that in that where an established awareness where you can stay that way, um, there's a lot of freedom. Um, and there's, it moves us to more and more freedom. It's kind of a momentum that begins to unfold. Um, but that kind of idea of freedom goes hand in hand with concentration. And so sometimes we focus much more on concentration, which is a stabilizing force in the mind. And, um, and that's the next of the five faculties. We'll talk about that after the next walking period. But for this walking period, you can walk as you wish. You have your own maybe way of walking you like to do. But if you feel intrigued by what I just said about this awareness and things arising in awareness effortlessly and the possibilities of some different way of being or different freedom in that space, uh, you might walk in such a way that uh, that's what you allow for, that's what you tune into and see if that's interesting for you. And if you don't understand what I talked about, don't worry about it. Just uh, keep doing your practice as you know how. So we'll start again in here at um, uh, 2.25. Thank you.